When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets world. Hello, class. Open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, Season 7, Episode 15, Chapter Titled The War. You got it. I didn't think you were going to get it. Um, I'm Alden. I'm Tanya. I'm the boy. I'm the girl. And this is episode 15 of season seven. <laughs> this is actually episode like 150. Is it 150? Um, let me see. No, this is episode 149. So next week is, is episode 150. Yes, it is. Um, Tanya? Yes? Have you ever had a prank war? Um, ever did a prank war before? I can't say that I ever was in, like, an official prank war. But my sisters, they were pranksters. Did uh, you prank them back? Not generally, no. There was one, well, no, there were many, many times. It was mostly my sister Amy. She liked to, like, do things to my room if I wasn't there. And a few times she just made sure she did it if someone was coming over. Um. So... One day, me and my friends got back to my house, and we were about to, like, go to sleep in my room. We opened the door, and Amy had, like, kissed all over the... I had, like, a mirror that ran from, like, one side of the room to the other. It was huge. And they kissed all over it and then wrote O'Doyle rules in toothpaste on the mirror. Got um, and then there were times where, like, my boyfriend would come over and we would be in my room and Amy would walk in in her underwear with her hair teased out and clown makeup on her face singing uh, Jimmy Fallon songs. That doesn't sound as much as a prank as your sister being your sister. <laughs> <laughs> she thought of it as a prank. Okay. Um, the first one was definitely a prank. They, they used to toilet paper in my room, um, and then one time I, I thought that they pranked me mm-hmm. with a fake snake. It turned out to be a real snake that had gotten... <laughs> Good prank, guys. <laughs> now I'm poisoned. That had gotten... I lived in the basement, and I had, like, ground-level windows, and it must have gotten in the window, but I was I picked up a throw pillow off the floor, and I was like, damn it, Amy and Mel... You put a snake in my room, like a fake snake, and I picked it up, and it was definitely real. I just took it outside. Yeah, th- I think that's always been my concern is more like when I'm getting pranked, I like I don't want to give anyone the satisfaction. I, I will refuse to give them the satisfaction of being upset about their prank. So you've been pranked. Sure. And um, like, so like back when I worked at an office, like there were pe- pranks would be done. Pranks. I feel like you did most of it. No, I did pranks, and pranks were done to me. So, like, sometimes things would be going wrong with some something at my desk, either my computer or something would be going wrong with some of my office supplies, Mm -hmm. and I'd be like, "I don't know if this is a prank, so I'm not going to talk to anybody about it. I'm just going to try to fix it." (laughs) So there were times where I wasn't pranked, and I was like, "No, I will not speak (laughs) of this broken stapler to anyone." But yeah, I also did pranks. I I do think, I do think my favorite one I ever did was the creepy music. circus music. Yeah, did I have we talked about that? I think so. 
I I feel like I remember talking about that on this podcast. Yeah, I hit a I hit a speaker at a at a coworker's desk and I played creepy music and she had no idea where it was coming from. Also, she definitely definitely thinks like ghosts are real and everywhere. So it was extra like because it was her being like I, I told you guys. Anyway. Yeah, and then he did it to me. Yeah. Uh. I do think like that period of your life was the prankiest time. <laughs> that was ever. the prankiest time. That's what I'm going to call that chapter of my book. <laughs> chapter 17, the prankiest time. <laughs> uh, yeah, it definitely was. You guys all had a lot of shenanigans going on. There were pranks and stuff like at my current job, people have done pranks and but yeah, that was a lot of shenanigans. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're getting paid almost nothing to do almost everything, uh, you got to find your joy somehow. Yeah. I think that people who get along with their coworkers the best are the ones who get paid the least. Maybe. I get I get paid okay now and I like a lot of my coworkers. Yeah, you also good. don't have to work in the building with them. That's true, but when I did I liked them. That's true. Um sorry, I got taken up away because I just I remember that I just found out this morning that one of my coworkers got arrested last week for what? shooting and stabbing someone and, what? and headbutting the police officer when he got arrested. What? Yeah. Like one that you know really well? Uh, no, I don't know him really well, but I know I know him. What? Okay. Anyway, anyway. um, Tanya. Yes. Have you been watching anything? Is there anything we need to talk about? Any media we've consumed? Um, I restarted sort of Stranger Things because um, next week it comes out the fourth season, and I'm very excited about it, and I feel like I'm. Very close to one of the only people that's like so excited about it that I'm rewatching, but I started with the second season because I've seen the first season so many times. So I did that. Yep. Um, but no, mostly I just read a book that is so good called Little Thieves. And when it was over, I just, I was devastated that it was over. It was so good. But that's about it. Yeah. And you've been watching Wu-Tang. Yeah, I finished Wu-Tang, the American Saga, or an American Saga, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's 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 an amazing show. I can't wait for season three, sort of, except season two ended in a way that was like, I don't know, they jumped forward in time enough to where I'm not sure how season three is going to go. But regardless, it was so good. And overall, it doesn't really focus on music. Um but the last few episodes did were very music heavy, like them shooting music videos and stuff like that. So, wow, they really did jump forward. Oh, uh, yeah. After after the last episode, they jumped forward like like years into their career. <laughs> oh, um, but like at the very end. So it's like, why did you set yourself up like that? Right. Anyway, um, it's an amazing show. But that's it. You know what else we watch though? What do we watch? Boy Meets World season seven, episode fifteen. Chapter titled? The War. And please blurb me up. The blurb for this week is a game between Corey, Sean, and Rachel turns into an all-out war. (sighs) War. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not just... Bring that down That was probably jarring. Yeah. Um, This episode was directed by William Russ... I was going to guess well, that. And it was written by Allison M. Gibson. Do I know her? Tanya. Yes. Classroom or not? Where do we start? We do not start in the classroom. 
There was a second part of that question. I do remember saying <laughs> where. We start in the dorm, which I got very confused for a second because I thought it was Sean's dorm. I forgot that Sean moved back in with Eric and Jack. Yeah. Because this was Sean and Corey's dorm. Mm-hmm. When Angela moved in with Rachel to the dorms, it was the dorm that we knew as the girls' dorm. Like, it was set up like the the girls' dorm. This one was set up like the boys' dorm. It wasn't the same dorm. Yeah, it was It was all sorts of topsy-turvy. I um, was confused, too. Um, I didn't realize what... I forgot that the boys moved back into the apartment. Mm-hmm. So when, when it went back to the apartment, I was like, oh, that's where they were in the beginning. The girls moved... Okay. Yeah. I mean, not that they can't change a dorm around or whatever, but yeah. it was very much like that was the dorm that Corey and Sean were in when they were in dorms. But right now... Sean and Angela. They're making, making out, out like, on the bed. Like crazy. And basically, Sean is like, Corey, why aren't you making out with Topanga on the bed as well? And Corey starts like babbling about like, once you get this car started, it won't stop. It doesn't stop till you get to Puerto Rico. And she's like, I don't understand him. And he's like, yeah, you can't understand daddy or something. It was yeah. gross. But-, but meanwhile, he's like shoving popcorn in his face and missing his mouth completely. And they're just like sitting there looking at magazines because they're saying that once you're married, you're not sitting on a bed making out. You're reading magazines and getting popcorn all over the bed. And honestly, <laughs> it's pretty accurate. <laughs> it's- I do think there's probably bits of popcorn somewhere on our bed right now. Um, yeah. It, yeah. Anyway, Rachel comes in. Very and upset. She is sick of her RA position because everyone keeps asking her to do things that are not part of her job description. She's like, I'm not supposed to fill the vending machine with corn nuts. And like, I don't even have my parking space. And Someone Sean is parked like, in my parking spot. Would you fill the vending machine and then she talks about her parking spot mm-hmm. um and she talks about what kind of car she has it's a volkswagen um and they they basically sean says i bet the person who did that didn't know that was your car and she was like you you did it and then she gets really mad and she's like you don't you won't like me when I'm angry. And Sean stands up and he's like, What are you gonna do? You gonna make sure the the thing doesn't have corn nuts? Nope, you don't have that power. Um This this episode, we we'll talk about it more later, but Rachel just had a really shitty day. She uh-huh. comes in complaining about how shitty her day has been mm-hmm. and then she gets shit on. Mm-hmm. By people who are supposed to be her friends. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's very upset. She's very angry. And you can tell, like, Sean pushes her over the edge at that point, mm-hmm. And she stands up and she screams. And she's like, nope. You know what I can do? You're in here after hours. You're banned from the dorm. You're not allowed to be here. Yeah. And they, like, laugh. Yeah, because they're like, what are you going to do? Are you going to make it so that I can't have corn nuts? There are no corn nuts. And, like, Corey and Sean are both, like, basically mimicking each other and, yeah. and like, getting being, Rachel riled up. They're being uh, young Statler and Waldorf from mm-hmm. the Muppets. Exactly. That's who they were the whole episode. But Rachel kicks them out. Mm-hmm. And they go to leave. And Corey is like, come with me, wife. 
And Topanga's like, I'm staying. And and Sean had tried to get Angela to go with him. And Angela's like, I'm not going with you. Um, so the girls stay. The guys leave. Yep. But um, and we, at, as they leave, Topanga walks over to Rachel and goes, oh, you did it. You shouldn't have made them angry. They don't know how to control themselves when they're angry. Like, like you have no idea. Like I've known them way longer than you. Uh huh. Um, and and they they've been pushed over the edge. Basically, like already pre forgiving them for not being able to control themselves. Yeah, like because this is just how they are. Yeah. Uh, and almost like amused, like she couldn't wait to see what they were gonna do. Yeah, but then we cut to the room later. Rachel's asleep, the little angel. She's just sleeping soundly when all of a sudden her alarm goes off. It's very off. dark, by the way. Yeah, because it's nighttime. Yeah. Her alarm goes off. Uh-huh. Really loud. And she like a goes car alarm. It to sounds turn like. it off and opens her eyes and it's the car in her room. It's her car in her room with the alarm going off. And after, like, 20 seconds of the alarm going off, Angela wakes up. (laughs) That would be me. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Um, But then it cuts downstairs to the boys in Chucky's, and you hear Rachel scream from upstairs, but it is daytime. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's daytime, even though it was dark in the morning in the dorm. Yeah. And... Chucky's is like bustling with people, but Angela and Rachel were like sleeping and it was dark in the morning. Yeah. That was a good catch. Thanks. I wrote it down. Uh, but yeah, now we're in Chucky's um, later. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Feeney's there with Corey and Sean and Rachel and Angela. And, or is it just Rachel? No, Angela's there, and they're basically telling Feeney, like, you have to do something. They put my car in my dorm room. And Feeney, I I guess we call him Feeney. He was a different character this episode. Mm -hmm. He goes, you you put a car in her room? (gasps) That's amazing! Or whatever. Like, he was... Like, like that was inspired. Okay, cool, Clever. Yeah. Like... And um, they were like, they made my alarm go off to wake me up. And cool, cool, cool Feeny is just like, oh, my gosh, that's great. Ha, 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 ha. And, like, the guys are, again, like, acting like the Muppets, like, heckling and laughing. And, like, it was a lot. And Rachel is like, Feeny, I need you to do something. And he goes, there are no rules written that say you cannot put a car in a dorm room there is nothing that i can do and she freaks out and she's like okay for the last few years all i've heard is life lessons mr feeney how about you use one of your life lessons right now and he's like no no lessons and like he leaves laughing and acting like it was the greatest thing in the entire world well after he does say here's what you need to do get in your car Go for a nice long drive. Into your closet! And then walks out. Which is a funny joke. Not Feeny, though. Yeah. And at this point, Rachel's like, all right, that's it. Like, it's on. This is you, war. You do not know, like, what I can do. Um, and she walks over and she dumps her water bottle on Corey. 
And Sean is like, you really need to think of something more clever than that. And Angela takes her water bottle and like seductively mm-hmm. walks towards him and like runs the bottle from his head to his waist, opens his pants and pours the water down his pants. Yep. And Topanga comes over and she's like, I I told you, Rachel, I warned you. Like, they're going to do what they're going to do. This is war. It's going to get bad. Um, and And she... Says that she's on the boy's side. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Rachel says, we need to find somebody. We need somebody smart. Somebody conniving. And like then we calculated. Ca- and then we like flip screen to the boy's apartment where Eric is trying to open a can with his hands. And he's like, Jack, I don't think I can get this jar open. And Jack's like, that's because it's a can. And the girls come in and immediately they're like, Jack, we need you on our team. And then it cuts over to the side of the room. And everyone's there. <laughs> and Topanga and Sean were on the other side already. Yeah. Just standing there. And uh, Jack can't decide who which team he's going to be on at first. And, and Sean's saying, like, you're my brother. You have to be on my team. And then Rachel... Uh, seduces him. Yeah, essentially. She um, makes out with the side of his face and is like, you remember how good my cookies were? And and Eric goes, so I, I didn't like the Rachel did this, to be honest. But Eric goes, which, because they start, they start to argue over Eric and Eric is like, well, uh, they start to argue over who, who has it, to take Eric. Yeah. And Eric is like, do, do, do I get a cookie? And she's like, no, no cookies. And he's like, cracker and she goes nothing and he goes mutton <laughs> <laughs> so eric then like tackles Corey, lays on top of him and is like jack no Corey. oh okay. like i'm not actually on your team i'm a spy and then he jumps on top of jack on the couch and does the same thing and Matthew Lawrence looks so pleased with Eric <laughs> jumping on top of him. Like, he's just like, yes, this well, is great. You could tell that Wilfred L. was just trying to make him break mm-hmm. and was, like, nuzzling his ear and, uh-huh. like, <laughs> getting so close to him that he was uncomfortable. But he was laughing. We did, it was really funny. I did gloss over the part that Sean did the Joey Lawrence joke. Yeah. Uh, where he... The whoa. Whoa! It was uncomfortable. It was weird. It was so weird. But now we go to the classroom. Yep. Finally. Where Mr. Feeney is talking about the Civil War. What? We have yeah. a class lesson that happens to mirror what's going on in real life? How does this happen? What it's is like this? Mr. Feeney knows. What is this, season five? Or two? Or three? <laughs> One of the ones that aren't six or seven? Sex? Sex? I'm sorry. (laughs) Rachel's got me all flustered. Uh, Anyway. Uh, So, yeah, they're talking about Civil War, and Eric freaks out, and he's like, we have to call it off, Mr. Feeney. And Mr. Feeney's like, well, good news for you, Eric. This war ended a hundred years ago. Mm -hmm. And Eric is like, no, the war between my friends. Um, and Mr. Feeney is just like, I'm not getting in the middle of this. That's not happening. And he's like, I don't know about your problems. And that's the way. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I like it. Again. I know. I know. Literally not a Mr. Feeney joke. 
I don't know what happened. Uh, someone that doesn't know these people wrote the episode and then William Russ directed it? Yeah. So the class ends. Uh, Sean wants a kiss from Angela. He says he can't, or she says she can't, that he needs to put his hands up. And then he's like, okay, I'll, I'll put my hands up. You put your hands up. And then well, they- Topanga yells, like, that goes both ways. And and uh, Angela has to put her hands up, too. So they do, like, a little peck of a kiss. And that's it. Um Topanga, Sean, and Corey go to get out of their seats. They can't get out of their seats. They've been super glued to the chairs. Yep. And they're just like, ah, super, super glue to the seats, huh? Uh, you gotta have to be more clever than that. And they're like, well, maybe that's not it. And then they pull, or Rachel pulls like a rope. That's... It's not even a rope. It's actually like... It looked like one of like something that would pull down like shades on a window. Like yeah. it's like a corded thing with like beads on the end. Yeah. It was not just like a spur of the moment prank material. Yeah. And honey falls on Sean, Corey, and Angela. I would like to say the honey falls and immediately Topanga starts, like, spitting, like, ew, gross, this is nasty. Some people don't like honey. It's honey. Yeah, some people don't like it. But it was funny. Corey was, or Topanga goes, honey? And Corey's like, what? And she's like, honey? And he's like, what? (laughs) And she's like, no, this is honey. And Corey's like, oh, I love honey, and starts licking her hand. Yeah, he, like, grabs her arm and starts licking it as if he doesn't also have honey all over Oh, yeah, then a bear comes in. Oh, yeah, then there's a bear, like a big black bear in the classroom. Yeah. And they're like, ah, and they jump out of their seats. All of their pants and skirts are ripped in the butt, and they jump out the window. I will say, Corey and, and Sean's pants were, like, completely off their butt. And Topanga was just like a tiny little rip. Why do you sound disappointed? I'm I'm not. I just think it should have been fair. But anyway, uh, we cut to, speaking of being fair, <laughs> we cut to Chucky's. We cut to Chucky's where um, Sean and Corey are there. They're clean. They're not covered in honey. Um, and then Angela, Rachel, and Jack are also there. I think Eric is there. Uh, I think so. But Feeney's also there. Right. And Feeney's talking to Rachel and Angela like, oh, honey? And then a bear? Huh. In my classroom? Right. Um, well, they're... No. This is before that. I think um, Topanga, Sean, and Corey all go to Chucky's and they're talking to Feeney. And Feeney's telling them like he can't do anything oh. about it. Yeah, and they're because they're still covered in honey at that point. Yeah, and he goes a bear. That's so he. Yeah, he's like a bear. Mm-hmm. I bet you guys were glued to your seats. And then laughs and walks out. And then, um, and yeah. then we do the flip screen. We're back in Chucky's again later. Sean and Corey are unhoneyed, and um, Angela and Jack and Rachel. Rachel are all there, and I think Eric is there too. Maybe, but Rachel is like, "All right, that's it. You guys surrender." And they're, and they're like, no way. Why? We would never surrender. Yeah. Just because of a bear? Speaking of bear, what's going on over there? And then you see a bunch of guys, like, in the corner freaking out over something. Mm-hmm. And then Rachel walks over, and it's a picture. Of, it's a not a picture. It's it, a poster, it, like a movie poster. It is a door-sized picture 
uh, life-size picture of Rachel half-naked, covering up, probably fully naked, covering up with a blanket. Yeah, it's like a boudoir photo. Yeah. And she starts crying. Yeah. And so Jack goes to rip it down. And there's another one behind it. And I was laughing so hard. I was so upset with the situation, but yeah. that was so funny. It was such a shitty situation, but it was such a funny joke where Jack like rips it down and turns around. And then he looks back and he sees there's another one. So he rips that down and there's another one right there. And then he takes her and moves crying Rachel in front of the poster. Yeah. It was a funny bit in a shitty situation. Yeah. It reminds me of the Sting wrestling meme where Sting has a... Uh, a sting mask on and then he lifts mm-hmm. it up and it's sting underneath mm-hmm. and everybody freaks out like oh my god it's sting <laughs> uh, but anyway uh she rachel's very upset yeah. uh, rightfully so and they start um because, arguing about yeah. it. i mean basically rachel's like um Angela, I thought you were on my side. How could you do this to me? And angela's like i've been on your side. I never wasn't on your side. And she's like yeah but that picture I gave to Jack when we were still dating and took it back when we broke up. And it's been under my bed ever since. The only person who had access to that is you. The only person who knew about it is you. And Angela's like, I never told anyone about it. And, and Rachel sh- says, like, but you let you let Sean into our room, right? And Angela's like, Sean, you said you needed to grab a book. Yep, and she gets upset because Sean lied to her, and then Rachel is like, oh, but the only person I told was, and she looks at Jack, and now she's mad at Jack, and Jack is like, I'm, I'm so sorry, I wasn't, I, you know, it was a nice picture, and then she's like... She said, I, he said, I showed it to him when we were still together. Yeah. Well, how awful. Yeah, like, if, if you got a nude mm-hmm. from me... And then you showed it to someone. That's essentially the same thing. Yeah, it's the worst. And, and it's not it's not a thing that doesn't happen. Like Oh, absolutely. Like, that's why... Not that s- specific situation, by the way. Um, but, like, you know, when I talk to our kids about... You don't know who you're trusting. Mm-hmm. You know? Because I've been in that situation way too often where someone has been like, hey... Look what my girlfriend or look what my wife sent me. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I will say that. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? But um, I don't think most people have the lack of um, compassion that I do. You have a lack of compassion? I don't know. For the person who's showing me the picture. Like, most people don't say out loud, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, I would. Most people are like, oh, okay. Um... Like, famously in our lives, yeah. so, somebody showed me their wife at one point, and along and, with- uh, their wife's sister. Okay, and along <laughs> with two of my friends, and um, my two friends were just, like, uncomfortable, like, ha 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 ha, and I was like, hey, what the fuck is wrong with you that you would do this? And then he was like, everybody delete those pictures. And it's like, well, well, shit. Dummy. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so it made me so upset that yeah. that Jack took this special moment between between him and someone he was close with. Right. And not even after they broke up and were mad at each other, which also terrible. 
But while everything was great, he was like, hey. Hey, brother, I have look an- at this picture of my naked girlfriend. Yeah. Anyway, I yeah. got really upset. I was upset about it, too. Uh, and Sean is like, hey, we're brothers. You have to show me everything. And Jack says, you're only my half-brother. You only get to know half of everything. <laughs> and that was funny, too. Again, shitty situation, funny joke. Uh, and Corey in the background is like, how come I don't ever get to see anything? Oh, um, You're married. B- because Sean says, or because Jack says, well, I only did it because he showed me a picture of Angela. What the fuck? Yeah. And Corey is like, why don't I ever get to see these? And, of course, Angela's, like, pissed. Oh, yeah. Um, it's wild. And so, like, Rachel's so upset. Everybody's mad. And Topanga comes in. She's got, like, leaves and stuff stuck in her hair because the honey hasn't come out all the way. And she's like, what's going on? And Rachel's like, don't pretend like you didn't know what's going on. And she's like, I I don't. I've been washing my hair. What's going on? And um, Jack pulls the poster like up and shows her and he's like, she's like, what? You guys didn't talk to me about this at all. I thought we were a team. It was the three of us. We were supposed to be a team. And Corey's just like, well, you were washing your hair for like 10 hours. And she's like, it doesn't matter. We were doing this as a team. But of course, like, of course, you guys would do this without me because you guys are a team and I've never been a part of it. And then she goes on and on about like the toasts at her wedding. Yeah, she's like, like yeah, great speech, Sean, at my wedding. About how me and Corey are best friends now and not you and Corey. Goodness gracious. Yes. Yeah, I know. I don't even remember the speech. Meanwhile, Rachel's half-naked picture is still up on the wall, and Topanga's mad about how she wasn't part of the team. Right. Um, But now everybody's mad at each other. Now everybody's mad at each other. Literally, everyone is mad at everyone else. Um, Topanga walks away. Uh, uh, And Corey goes, I can't believe you would take Rachel's side in this situation. You've known us your whole life. Laugh. (laughs) <laughs> I don't want your life. You've known us your whole lives. Uh, you've only known Rachel for a couple years. So now he's hurt Rachel's feelings again. Well, and then, you know, An- Angela basically says, oh, this makes a lot of sense now. That's how the teams. The, the lifelongers against the whatever. Oh, Jack says, like, the lifelongers against the whatever we are. And they walk away. And um, Corey's like, all right. At least we still have each other, right? Like, me and you. And and Topanga was with them at this yeah. point. He's like, Topanga leaves. the three of us. And then Topanga's like, no, I'm out. Bye. And then Sean leaves. And Corey's like, oh, it's just me. Now we go back to uh, the married dorm apartment place. Mm-hmm. Where Topanga and Corey are continuing the argument. Yeah, Topanga has gotten all the honey out of her hair. She is brushing, so yay for continuity through the episode. She has figured out the hair situation. She is again, though, complaining about how she was left out of this prank. But she makes a good point, she and does. she says, do you know why, like, men tell their wives everything? And Corey's like, why? And she's like, so that we can stop them before they do something stupid. And he's like, I thought it was a really good prank. And she's like, I thought it was terrible. This was bad. And you hurt Rachel's feelings. No, she doesn't. And you hurt my feelings. She says, you hurt someone's feelings. Mm -hmm. And he says, Rachel's. And she goes, and mine. 
Like, again. Ugh. I know. Uh, and then she rolls over and he's like, oh, great, the butt. Why are you complaining, Corey? Because he complains about everything. Yeah. Anyway, now we go back to the um the apartment, the boys' apartment. Mm-hmm. Jack and Sean are sitting at their little, like, counter island thing eating, and they're not talking to each other. And Eric comes in and sits sort of between them, and he's like, all right, you guys need to, like, talk this out. I've been reading a lot about Gandhi. Uh, I think he's an Indian, maybe a Cherokee, but... You know, he says, you know, this about peace and we need to like, you guys need to talk it out. So go. And they kind of like sit in silence, staring at each other for a minute or staring away from each other for a minute. And then eventually he's like, come on, dialogue. And one of them goes, screw him. And the other one's like, yeah, screw you. And Eric is like, all right, we're going to have to skip forward to the next chapter. What's it called? Oh. Uh, hunger strike. He's like, all right, I'm not going to eat until you guys talk to each other. Yeah, and then he's like, they start get up, to get upset with him. He takes Sean's sandwich after he can't do the hum- hunger strike anymore. But then he's like, this is why I'm the peacemaker. Like, I'm supposed to, that's why everyone was fighting to have me. And Jack and that's goes. That's why I ended up on both teams. And Jack goes, neither team wanted you. So now Eric's upset. Yeah. Um. Anyway, now we go back to Chucky's downstairs. Yeah, where um Sean walks up to like Angela's table and he's like, "Look, I know I've done a, a lot of really stupid things, right?" And she's just like, "I'm not talking to you." And she gets up and walks out. Out. Um. Corey walks in and he's like, well, she, and she walks when she does that. She walks by Topanga mm-hmm. and she's like, "I'm not talking to you." And Topanga's like, "I'm not talking to you." And then Corey walks by them and one of them says, "I'm not talking to you." Yeah. So basically, no one's talking to anyone. Corey sits down with Sean and is like, "Are you not talking to me too?" And Sean's just like, "Shut up." And then it's like, "To be continued." On that cliffhanger, will Sean talk to Corey? I really don't want this to be continued. <laughs> Well, I'm hoping the next episode is good because we do know that it is one of Mike's favorite episodes. So, right. Um, high five, Mike. Uh, I hope it's good. I don't want to tell you that I don't. I don't enjoy it. On my birthday weekend. On her birthday weekend. <laughs> uh, anyway, Tanya, how'd you feel about this episode? I give it a good old dislike. Okay. You gave um, it a thumbs down on Facebook? Yeah. I'm not a fan of any of it. Um, if the part that I found the funniest involved one of the worst things ever, that's really shitty. Like, yeah. it was just shitty. Um, what wasn't shitty, though, was Rachel's hair. It was glorious. Her hair looked so good this episode. You know what was shitty? Jack's hair. It was so stupid. I hated it. Um, And I hated this episode. I thought it was terrible. I thought Feeny probably was funny, but he wasn't Feeny. Mm -hmm. Um, There were a couple of times that, like, got, like, a laugh out of me. But I think it was just a relief to find something not stupid and awful i guess i don't know all in all i have really nothing to say about this it was terrible um 
And the way that they treated Rachel absolutely was shitty. From the very beginning. Like, she had a shitty day and that's how this started? Yeah. Yes. What you do for a friend when they're having a shitty day is you are there for them. Right. And what they did for her was made it worse. I mean, not even just worse. They, like, ruined everything. They ruined all of their friendships over this. But, I mean, it started out with them deciding at the moment, we're going to make this worse instead of we're going to be there for her. Right. And it escalated from there. Yeah. So that's how I felt about this episode. How did you feel about this episode? I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't hate it. Uh, I, I... I didn't like the content, right? Like, I didn't like the story, and I didn't like what was happening. So you hated it. No, no, no. There were so many jokes that I laughed at that I I can't say that I hated the episode. Um, I didn't like the content, but I laughed enough that I didn't hate my experience with it. Do I want to watch it again? No. Do I want to quote those jokes? Yeah, probably. So the the episode wasn't great, but I didn't hate it. You know what I mean? I, I hated the way they treated Rachel. Um, mm-hmm. I hated that it wasn't even about the way the episode played out. It was that from the start, they were just like, <laughs> you had a shitty day, huh? Ha ha. Look at you having shitty days. Like, it immediately started out as, fuck you for having a shitty day. Yeah. Your feelings don't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's kind of lost on the fact that it turned into a prank war. Like, it wasn't a prank war. It was... We don't care about your feelings. Right. Um, and the pranks weren't great. <laughs> like, they weren't even good pranks. Right. They uh, they were very destructive pranks. And they, but they weren't even, like, clever pranks. None of them were clever pranks. Mm-hmm. Like, they were just, here's a dumb thing. Mm-hmm. Get it? That's a prank. It's right. There's an episode of... Of um, Saturday Night Live, where Christopher Walken is a prankster, Mm -hmm. and then it comes out like he goes on a prank show, and then at the end it shows a clip of his prank, and he's like, did you just kill a man? And Christopher Walken is like, no, I pranked him to death. Um, And that's what this felt like. Right. Uh, But anyway, I I thought it was fine. There were lots of really funny parts. And Feeney, there were parts where he was funny. Literally wasn't Feeney. They wrote that as another person. They must must have written that part for Eric and then decided that Eric needed to be the peacemaker guy. And also extra stupid. Yeah. It was very poorly written. Yes. uh, With lots of funny jokes. They took somebody who was probably like a really good joke teller and they were like, write an episode. And then that person was like, wait... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who are these characters and then they ran with that so i don't know it was whatever um that's how i feel about this episode it was whatever it was whatever Mm-hmm. so anyway anything else <laughs> well, i feel like that was so anticlimactic here i mean it's to be continued Maybe we'll have better things to say about it once we see the continuance and how it goes. Well, the next episode is written by a different person. It's, it's, they're doing the same thing that they have done where a different person writes each to-be-continued connected episode, mm-hmm. which doesn't make sense at all to me. Um, even if everybody works together, right? Because that's how the episodes come together. A team of writers writes out the stories and then somebody hones it or whatever like, and writes the episode. 
Here's what I don't understand. And maybe it's just because like William Russ does work on the set and, and knows the people behind the characters and is like, I just want you guys to have a good time. Like, we're just going to have like a fun episode or whatever. But William Russ is directing these actors to be their characters. And he has been with them since they were like 11 years old. Yet they weren't acting like themselves. So I understand, like, the writing sucked, Mm -hmm. but they also were acting completely outside of who they are as characters. But I think it, I think what you're saying could be true. Like, Feeney was written in a way that was not Mr. Feeney. Mm -hmm. There's no way anything could have been done about that. Mm -hmm. Eric was written terribly. There's no way anything could have been done like that. So you might be right. William Russ was just like, I don't fucking know, guys. Just go for it. Like, just do whatever. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty close to the end of the series at this point. Right. So that's my guess. Yeah. I don't don't blame him for this episode in any way, shape, or form. On paper, this episode sucks. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Whatever. All right. How did you feel about season seven, episode 15? Whatever. Um, <laughs> tell the people where they can find us. All right. You can tweet at us on Twitter. Maybe this is your favorite episode and you want to let us know that we suck and this episode is, oh, this episode is great. You can tweet at us at BMG and BMW. You can email us at BMG and BMW at gmail.com. You can um, find us on Facebook, join our Facebook group, just type in Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World into the search bar, you'll get approved, and then you can chat with us. I guess that's going to do it for us very, very early, but (laughs) it was just an episode without an ending. It's hard to do. Yeah. Um, So thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 7, Episode 15. Do good. Class dismissed.